I'd like to now call up, I would like to welcome again, but um, this time with a few more in the house, uh, Mike and Mandy from uh, Greaves, from Victory Life, and on behalf of the World Prayer Assembly. Now, we have spoken a lot about this early. Um, I knew that because it was a long way out, we'd need to get a bit closer. It's a bit like doing homework. I'm not sure about you, but I always did it sort of the last night or close to the deadline or past the deadline. So, um, so we're blessed to have uh, Mike and Mandy here. Mike's going to talk into that, but also bring us a word, which was inspired by God in his secret place. Uh, I'll leave that one right there. Um, <laughs> so looking forward to that. So I just want to come up, mate, I'll pray for you. I'll let you introduce yourself and tell, I, I saw that you've been at Victory for over 20 years, I think, for so a very long time. And um, yeah, I've just got a slide that maybe Johan can put up as you're coming up. I saw this on social media this morning. I don't know who did that, but um, the pussycats go to WPA, not calling anyone a pussycat. But when we come from the WPA, the World Prayer Assembly, uh, we'll be lying. So, amen? So, that's it. Should be the same for any prayer event. Right, eh? So, Lord, we just um, thank you for Mike. Thank you for his willingness to step up and be the project manager, I think, is the official title for World Prayer Assembly, Lord. Um, and the theme being a wave of glory, but also um, just one tribe. What was spoken before about unity. It, that's what it's about. It's about unity. It's not big name speakers. It's not, um, uh, you know, people from, from the states that are coming with a big name and a big entourage. Lord, it's just people coming to pray and intercede, which I know is very different in the kingdom. I don't think I've seen anything like it. So, so we just thank you, Lord, that that wave is brewing and that that wave of glory will come over Perth, Lord. You have chosen Perth as the city of lights, the most isolated um, state capital, I think, in the world, certainly in Australia, that people are coming here to be revived. And we just thank you, Lord. And I just pray a blessing over Mike and Mandy, over the ministry, over everyone that puts their hand to the plough at this World Prayer Assembly. And we, um, we just look forward to what you are doing, what you're wanting to do in Perth City, in Jesus' name. Amen. That's okay. I cleaned it off. Good. Thank you very much for coming. I just wanted to let you know about this. There was a guy, his name's Mark Seneca from uh, Mandra, and he, he, he actually texted this to me um, three days ago. He said, I was just playing around and I thought I'd do this. And I went, mate, that is so prophetically right. That, you know, we're going into uh, WPA as, as little kittens, little children, little children, but we're going to come out like mighty lions. Why? Because we're not going to go in here, man. We're going to go and wait on God. World Prayer Assembly has been going, I'll just, it, I'm just so excited about the World Prayer Assembly, I keep forgetting to introduce myself, so anyway, this is my wife Mandy, that she's down here, she, yep, she is, uh, she looks after me very well, every morning, I, this is honest truth, I wake up every morning, I just thank, I say thank you for looking after me, so if you don't like the clothes I'm wearing, go and see her, okay? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm very, I was very, I'm batting way above my average to actually marry her. She's very blessed, but I'm actually, uh, you know, I prayed a long time ago, God gave me her. I have five kids, four boys and one little girl. My oldest boy is the worship pastor at Riverview, Joshua. My other son, they actually manage a, a part of a building company. My younger boy actually always loved digging, so he got into a company that digs and he's married. Uh, my oldest boy's got a... Uh, a, a son and my youngest boy Eli who's a rugby guy he, work, he goes to tribes church he's got a daughter my, my grandson's name is Jude and my granddaughter's name is Honey so Honey Jude so I call him my melon okay <laughs> so but I never thought I'd be a goo goo gaga guy and they come and all of a sudden Everything changes in me, and it just softens my heart. So everyone, they call me Papa G. It's my my, Papa, my granddad's gangster name that I have. So I'm just I am a very blessed person because I actually, if I could, I've just noticed someone said that they know my granddad. Was that who's that? They said, yeah, a part of my granddad. My granddad actually was. I'm just going to shift onto this for a few minutes, okay? And it's actually will flow into what I've got to say about about the church. 
And I've also got to talk about the World Prayer Center. Let's just do what God wants, okay? Uh, my granddad um, was the founder of the Assemblies of God in Western Australia. And he gave up so much of his life. He was a missionary in New Zealand. Matter of fact, is there any Kiwis in the house? Okay. My dad was picked for the Junior All Blacks. Thank you, Jesus, that didn't happen. Okay. Because I'm a Wallaby supporter. Okay. So, and my granddad was a missionary. He came here. Then my dad was going to be a missionary, but he, that was another story. But he served in the house. My dad was a kingdom builder of the house. He knows David Bonanno very, very, very well because uh, he, uh, he just did so many incredible things. And a lot of people ask me, why am I doing what I'm doing? Because I live their reward. I am their reward. I, what they sowed in, I am their reward. And I feel like I'll get to WPA, okay? I feel like it's time for Hillside to live the reward of those that have gone before him. How I got this, I mean, when Wayne spoke to me, he says, do you want to come and speak? I said, no, no, I'll just come and do World Prayer Assembly. And then I actually went and sat on the throne, okay? That's how it happened. And God said, <laughs> I know, someone told me I could say that, okay? Anyway, and I didn't, God talks to you the most unexpected places and you know he's talking to you. And he said to me, it's time for Hillside to shine. It's time for it shine, okay? And I went, okay. And it's time for you to... See, I could have said no to living my granddad's and my dad's reward. I could have said no. I could have talked the talk and speak, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I said yes to it. I could have actually... My dad, my dad used to do... Uh, exactly what I'm doing with project managing conferences with million, a million people. David understands everything he, he did. And, and the one thing, when my dad passed away in July, and, uh, and my mum and dad were saying to me, what would you like an inheritance and, and it, you know, from us? Because he, he's, he's going to be, you know, we're thinking we're going to go now at that, at that age. I don't like talking about it much. But I said, I'm very uncomfortable with talking about it. And it went on and on. And one day, my dad had a gold tooth. And I said, oh, I want the gold tooth, mum. <laughs> and he said, well, you're not getting that. I said, oh, okay. So uh, anyway, it was, it was a joke. But as I walked out, I said, God, all I want is my dad's favour. I want to do it better so that I do justice to what they've done before. Little did I know what I was saying. So in truth, if, if he was still around and still able, he would be doing what I'm doing right now. But it's time to live the reward of those that have gone before you. On Monday, I was, I was sitting with a guy called Tim Hall, and he was talking to me about the, the king that went to Elisha. Let me just grab it up here. I left my glasses at home. These are my wife's, so please. I'm not a fashionable man, but anyway... As I said, she dresses me, okay? So <laughs> in Second Kings, I can't even read with these ones, okay. In Second Kings uh, um, 13, he, said, he says, Elisha said, then he said, take out the arrows, and he took them, and, and Elisha said to the king of Israel, strike the ground. He didn't say strike the ground. He said, strike the ground. And he struck it three times and stopped. So the man of God, you've got to understand that Elisha most probably was uh, in his 90s. He was a bit weary. But the king came to him and said, I need a, a word. I need you to tell me what to do. I need to. So in his, in his frailness, he actually helped the king to understand that he can defeat this enemy. So he said, strike the ground. And he struck it three times and stopped. So how it reads... It's sort of like he just went, dun, dun, dun. Come on, just get on with it. I just want to get on with it. And so the man of God was angry with him and said, you should have struck the ground five or six times. Then you would have struck down Abram until they were destroyed. But now you shall strike Abram only three times. When, I, when he was speaking to me this, and it was, I, God was speaking to me for you, Desperation is what we need to be. 
Not talk on the talk. Desperation is where we need to come. You may be thinking, oh, you know, I, I haven't got the energy for it. Well, the Bible tells me Jesus gave up his prime so you can live your prime at five or 105. We need to just call upon his strength. It's his strength. We need to know that in him we go as kitty cats, but we come out like roaring lions. It's his strength. Then, man, then no one can say what man has done. Everyone can say what God has done in your life. It's time to be, if, you, if you're not desperate for what God wants, then I've got to tell you, it's not going to just come like that. But unity commands a blessing. And if we're all desperate for the things of God in unity, it commands a blessing. It means now is the time. And I'm not saying that hillside has never shone before and everything, but God just wants to do a new thing. Is that because you've got a new pastor? No. No, 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 no. It's just time to shine. It's time to shine, hillside. Did I call you Hillsong? I did? Okay, that's cool. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's time to shine. It's time. I've got to be honest, you know, um, the more matured people in here, you have such a wealth for young people. The young people. I, I was a youth pastor for 25 years. James actually used to come to my youth group 20-odd years ago. When, when he was young and I was young, even though I still look young, but he was young, we were all young those days. And uh, young people, I've got to tell you this secret, young people are looking to draw from, the, from a mature crowd on wisdom. They're not looking to learn the lessons you've learned. They're looking to understand the lessons you've learned so they can go and learn some other lessons in life. It's time to shine. I have, um, cool, I got that one out. Let me talk about World Prayer Center. Is that okay what I said? Hey, if you don't want to invite me back, that's okay. <laughs> I bring a lot of welcomes from uh, Victory Life Center. Pastor Margaret uh, loves this place. And she said, please say hello. So hello from Pastor Margaret and the team. What a great lady. She's just turned um, 81. She doesn't mind me telling you that. And she's, I'm, I'm slowing down. She's getting faster. It's, it's hard. It's, you know, she's going for it. And so, um, you know, she's a great lady to actually uh, look at and say, I want to be like Pastor Margaret. Everyone used to say, I want to be like Mike, but I want to be like Pastor Margaret. So she's a great lady. So World Prayer Assembly is coming on the uh, 3rd to the 6th of October. World Prayer Assembly is what it is prayer it's not based on a speaker it's based on god it doesn't got anyone to look to the speaker if you go to our website um you will see that no speakers have been advertised can i get the world prayer assembly uh because so it's not it's not about a speaker we haven't advertised one speaker nowhere in the world um anyone can remember is when someone has put on a conference and they haven't advertised a man or a woman we've actually said we're we're coming to wait on god not to wait on man and you know the greatest thing about that no one can be disappointed because it's god not man we're not coming to hear pastor margaret we're not coming to hear uh michael greaves or wayne we're coming to hear wait on god the only other time i really know that that happened was in acts chapter 2 that i really know and what happened was that before when they were with all, with, I were, all the disciples were with Jesus, all they did was complain who's better and who can speak better. And it was just rumbles. And Jesus' big prayer was, God, if only they could love each other, then they'll see the love that you and I have. And then they went away, Jesus went away and he commissioned them, go and wait on me. Because I'm going to send a friend, wait on me. He didn't say, go and listen to Peter, John. He said, go and wait on me. So they all gathered together, around 500, they say. 300, uh, 380 of them are most probably wondering, what's in it for me? And they left. 120 are saying, I want to wait on God. And all of a sudden, God came, and I still live the benefit of what happened those many years ago. So no one misses out. 
If you don't go to, I can tell you, if you, if you actually don't go to the event, you're never going to miss out. Because God is bigger than three days. Much bigger. And so there is nothing really significantly moved ever for over a hundred years. The last one that I remember is like Azuzu Street Revival, where there was an an African-American guy. Immediately everyone went, well, we're not going to listen to him. That was locked out of the church. So he decided, I'm going to start a prayer meeting. He had a blind eye, yet he's praying to God for healing and power. And he had a blind eye, one of the eyes, an African-American guy. Everything goes against God moving in everyone's mind, yet God moved in an incredible way. And today, I benefit in my life because of what happened. So people actually say, oh, $169 for the average person, it's too much to pay. I say, well, we don't want you to pay for anything. We want you to invest in a tomorrow in someone's life. Just to invest, see it differently, invest in tomorrow. Unfortunately, um, we live in a currency of faith. The convention center lives in a currency of the Australian dollar. If you have a spare $250,000, then we can sort it all out. Everyone can come for free. However, there is an investment and a desperation that we need to go. So we've had a lot of people come and uh, from both sides and everything saying, oh, it's not going to happen. Great faith people, uh, maybe prayers that will come and say, oh, you know, you'll be lucky if you get 950 there. And uh, I said, well, they said to me, if you get 950 people there, everybody's going to think you're a great person. I said, mate, you've just encouraged me. And he said, what do you mean? I said, if I get 950, everyone's going to think I'm awesome? I'm in. So we've passed 950. Now they're saying, oh, maybe you'll get 1,500. And he says, if you get 2,000, that's God. If you get to 2,500, that's awesome of God. I said, well, let's go for, two, let's go for the awesome of God because I don't want everyone to look at us. So it's, it's going up and up, and people are coming from all around the world to do one thing, to pray to a gathering of the people coming together to wait on God and saying, what do you want, God? Not saying what we want him to do. What do you want, God? Bible tells us in Philippians 4, 6, be anxious for nothing, but cast all your cares and your prayers or your um, supplications to God. And it says, and the peace of God that will transcend all understanding will guard your heart and your mind. So that is for us to actually present everything to God. But right now, World Prayer Assembly, we're just going, what do you want? You want to know the program? We don't quite know. We've got a little bit, but we don't, quite, we don't want to actually program God in. We just want to come to God. So this is my little, this is not, I'm not selling this to you. I've told everyone, don't sell this. Let people go and hear from God. And if, if God doesn't speak to you, that's okay. It's not that it's not that God's not talking to you or anything. And it's not that God, you know, but he's calling some people in. If you don't, it's not a guilt thing. It's because you won't miss out. You won't miss out. But I want to be a part of what you don't want to hear is going to miss out on. I want to be a part of that. So that's what I'm going for. So that's not a sales pitch. I'm just, no, God's going to turn up. So my lovely wife... Um, that dress beer today, okay, is going to have some forms and everything up the back over there. Will we be up there, over there? And the foyer. Um, so this is what we're, we're doing today. And we've got people going down to different churches. But if you're um, of the very wise age of 75 plus, okay, it's, it's a $60 for the whole lot. And everyone else, we're going to actually combine you into a group booking so you actually get the early bird price. Uh, which is all on the form there. I don't want to talk numbers to you right now, but we don't want you to buy. We want you to invest, uh, you know, and invest. And if you want to also invest in young people, we believe there'll be over 2,000 young people that will be there. So we've got children's coming. We've got youth care coming because who knows, in the schools, there are no, uh, you can't tell, speak Jesus in the school. 
but you can get a child to start a prayer meeting. So we're going to teach them how to do a prayer meeting in their school. Equip the chaplain so the chaplain can go and do that. Anyone ever seen the movie Lawn? So what happens, the students started the prayer meeting. It changed the government's decision on segregation. It's, a, it's 1970-something with a Billy Graham. If you haven't seen it, go and watch it. It's a good movie. Uh, Billy Graham spoke a message. Um, very cool. I, I, I don't want to... Come along. Just come along. If you don't like it, go home. That's okay. No one's going to say anything. If you're thinking, oh, if I've got to tell you, if you go in the presence of God, you won't want to leave. There's worship going from 10, uh, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. nonstop. It's going all around the world with TBNs coming. Uh, great men of God are coming, paying their way. Great women of God are coming, paying their own way and their own accommodation. Not even to go on the stage but to just sit in here and pray. This is a no-name no name event, but his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wayne and Linda, I just feel like God's saying this to you. Um, can I get you to come? Because I've got some I want to do the mic and some I don't want to do the mic. Is that Okay. Um, I just feel like God's saying to both of you, it is very well with God that he has got you here in this place. I feel like over the next three months, God is going to confirm to you what you've asked him to confirm, to actually show you it is the right time and right place for you now. I feel like God's saying to both of you, there's going to be a, like a, this is what I see, okay? Like a fiery tongue, of power and fire that's going to come from your mouth that's going to be the word of God that's going to be at a new level. I see increase. And look, look I'm telling you, it's, God's been wanting to do it all the time. And it's not just because you're here, it's God's plan and God's time. I see increase not just in uh, uh, number size here, but also increase in the ability from you both to hear from God. I hear... I hear the, the clanging of bricks getting put together, roofs being put on. I hear extensions coming. I hear, um, I hear, the, I hear a gossip, uh, not a gossip, but a talking of people saying, what is it that is happening at Hillside? I hear, the, I hear that it's not just going to affect, obviously, just the house of God. It's going to flow into the neighborhoods, is going to flow into the residence. Is going to flow into the school. But I hear this church. It's time. Now this is what I hear. It's time to actually not give direction, but it's time to hear direction. And it's time to actually be. I'm speaking to the church now. It's time, church, to be vision activators and hear the vision that's coming from the man and the woman of God for tomorrow. Father, I just thank you right now for your strength upon them in your mighty name. Father, I pray and I thank you. There's going to be a great testimony in the next three months of confirmation in both both Linda's and Wayne's life. God, I pray that there's going to be like a light shining on their life father where people just say what is it that's changed in your life and it's the rest in him it's the rest in him it's when it feels like you have to don't just rest in him lord i just pray right now Father, I just see a Caleb and a Joshua coming around them. God, a Caleb and a Joshua, that even though the other ten will say we can't, there'll be two that say, yes, we can. They'll look into the promised land and say, yes, we can. The encouragers. And I hear God shouting out, 
who is that going to be in the house? Who's going to be the Joshua and Caleb? Not interested in pushing their way in, but they're interested in being the armor bearers. So Father, I just thank you right now in your mighty name. I seal the word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Cool. I hope that was okay. Um, church, it's time to get very, uh, um, it's time to get very desperate in the house of God. What is your name? Yeah. Janice, I just, when you were worshiping, I just felt like God say simply this. I absolutely do love you. I really care about you. Uh, this is God, not me. Okay. <laughs> Mandy's here. <laughs> I just feel like God saying in, in, a, in a great way, there's nothing you actually have to prove to anybody or yourself or to God. He totally loves you. And I feel like there, there's going to come a time where you'll just open up in your worship time up here where, where it's going to be such a real depth that you're going to like be part of ushering in what God's going to do, the wave here. Because you totally understand that He loves you. So don't doubt it. Just believe it. Okay, and there was the, the young guy. Where is he? Ah, mate, I tell you, don't be nervous. God's put something on your life. I said, am I right about being nervous? No. Let me tell you, young persons. A lot of young people say, I don't know the call of God in my life. I said, God's already told you. And they said, what? I said, what are you passionate about? What do you love doing? God's not going to give you something you don't love doing. You just got to find out how to actually release that love. But I say, don't be, don't be shy, don't be nervous. Get up there and let your voice shout out. It is, you are in, in a training for something bigger than just today. And that's not about you thinking this isn't big enough. No, no, I'm in a training right now for something that God's placed in. Because we're growing always, we're building. But don't be shy. I'd love to introduce you to my son, actually. Uh, my son was a, a Youth Alive director and he's the worship pastor at Riverview and everything. And I think, not to take you, don't worry. He's a grieves, he understands. We don't do that sort of stuff. But actually, to actually help you. So make sure I give you his number and everything, because I think that he'll be able to help you actually. My, my boy, at 12 years of age, went up on stage and nearly fainted. I said, I'll never go on stage, Dad, ever. Again, I said, oh, yes, you will, as Dad would say. My son then said, came up to me. I said, when are you going to release your gift and show everybody? He says, when they recognize my gift. I said, well, no, you won't. I said, you actually serve and your gift will make way. And so he had understood that. My, and I'm just talking about my son. At one time, it was first time he was uh, asked to play at Youth Alive Australia. We had 8,000 young people used to come there. He says, Dad, I've been invited and it was my mum and dad's 50th wedding anniversary on that same day. He came and he says, what do I do? I says, what do you do? You go where your heart is. He says, but oh, this is the first time. I said, mate, if you always put your family first, because it's God, family, work, ministry. He says, things will come. The very next year, he was running the Youth Alive music. But he would have missed it if he didn't put his priorities straight. But he could help you. Hallelujah. Look, I'm a... Did they say I could speak for three hours? <laughs> Two and a half. I won't do it. Is that okay what I've said just recently? I just want to just very quickly share on uh, when fire falls in the house. And um, just seeing if God just wants to do anything else because I don't have to give my message. I've told you pretty well in all about it's time to shine. Um, God talks to you in the most unusual places. And then uh, when I'm thinking, yeah, anyway, I don't want to talk about that. Um, so I just want to, I want to thank Wayne and Linda for inviting uh, me and Mandy here to share your pulpit. I don't take it lightly. And I pray that God's going to speak into your life over the next 15 minutes. I get it done. No worries. Let's just, that, 
in itself is a miracle, okay? And I'm, I just want to talk a little bit about when fire falls and give you a little bit of an example. We need the fire of God. I tell you what, it's all-consuming fire will take you from feeling cold to burning hot for Him. When you're feeling like uh, you can't, but you're on fire, you feel the fire of God, you're relying in Him and not you. When the fire of God is in your life, you're not looking inward, you're looking outward. See, when you look inward, you actually turn your eyes away from the things of God because you find out all your problems. But when there is the fire of God in your life, you're actually relying on Him. Thank you very much. Thank you. Just give her a big clap. Yeah. Um, every time. Okay. I want to tell you a quick story. Um, over in uh, Yosemite Park in uh, California, USA, they used to have um, an event called uh, Firefall. And what they used to do is they used to bring all their logs and cabins on top of the cliff over the year. And at one particular time, they used to light it up. And then everyone would come and gather around and shout out, let the fire fall, let the fire fall. And then the truck, uh, the bulldozers would push the logs that were on fire off the cliff and it looked like a waterfall of fire. And one day, this man that had been going there every year turned up to Yosemite Park and he actually spoke to the park ranger and he says, oh, when is the firefall going to be on? He says, uh, sorry. He says, when are we going to be pushing the logs over the, the cliff edges so that we can see the firefall? He says, oh, we don't do that anymore. And you know, sometimes, in some churches, not here, but in some people's lives, the fire doesn't fall anymore because they haven't done the work they haven't, and I understand, resting in God, the trusting in God to allow that fire to fall. They would just use Sundays as a normal day to come and go because they better go to church. However, when you come into the house of God, God is in the house and you present yourself as a living sacrifice to him and say, God, do it in my life. Let me present. You actually bring an atmosphere into the house of God. You don't wait for an atmosphere to come, but in your quiet place, in your quiet time, you prepare yourself to be a fire in the house for God to allow the fire to fall in the house. It doesn't become about you, it becomes bigger than you. And I'm telling you, it's time to shine, Hillside. It's time to, to be on fire at another level. So understand when I'm saying this, I'm not saying you aren't, I'm saying it's time to Shine. Last night I was watching this uh, YouTube as I was going to sleep about a guy who got this light bulb and put extra power into it and it wired it up a little bit more and so he put all the power into just a normal light bulb with an extra, a, a lot more wire and it was so bright you could not see in the room because it's time to actually... So it was saying to me, you know, even what you've got you can actually shine brighter but it's the power that's coming into what you've got. And that is the power of God. These aren't going to do any good for me today, Mandy. Um, no, no, that's okay. I've got, uh, I've got a... I'm oh, good. Okay. Um, in Matthew 25, 8... It says the five virgins ran out of oil in the story of the bride and the groom coming. They didn't have any oil in their lamp. The Bible tells us, they said, give us some oil in our lamp because the fire has gone out. So our, the oil in, our, in here we're talking about is the Jesus, the resting in the Holy Ghost, the anointing oil that he has for your life. The filling up that you have in your life so your fire can still keep going. You, you cannot survive the things of God reading rubbish. You can't. You cannot survive being confident in the things of God when you're reading things that actually tell you how not to be confident in the things of God. If you're feeling like you're not confident, change what you're watching Change what you're listening to. Change what you're saying. 
When I was, uh, um, uh, what is it, uh, in 2011, I was, uh, had all this tingling happening all over my body and uh, I had no strength in my hand and we, we went to Murdoch University. I've been going, Word Faith Church for a long, uh, Murdoch Hospital. I've been going to church for a long time, you know, my whole life, speaking the word, speaking the truth. The doctors came up to me and said, it looks like your nerves are dying. I grabbed hold of that negative thing more than I've ever grabbed hold of the Word of God and I allow it to be part of my life. For three months, I went into depression and everything's going even worse and worse and looking at my kids, I think I'm not going to see them at Christmas, everything. I was watching a program on TV, um, a uh, Joel Olstein, out of the blue, I don't watch him, and he says there were a doctor that gave his um, doctors 50% of them medicine and the other 50% medicine and words. And the words were, I'm better and better every day in every way. And I went, oh. So I set my alarm at 9 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock at night every hour. Even when I was speaking, it used to go off. I used to stop and I said, I am better and better every day in every way. Thank you, Jesus. And then my alarm used to go off in executive meetings and everything. And everyone goes, oh, it's your confession time. So in three months from... No strength to full strength to no symptoms. One year later, the uh, neurologist rang me and said, um, how are you going, Michael? I said, I'm, yeah, I'm good. I actually forgot about her. And she said, well, I'm just about to go into a conference and I want to use you as a case subject uh, because we don't know why you're better. And I said, absolutely. I said, you know why I'm better, though. She said, oh, yes, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And so the power of what you say the confession of the truth of God. If God had to say, let there be light, and we don't have to, you know, the confession of your faith. If you're talking negativity, if you, please, if you're talking gossip about somebody, it is you that is getting damaged, not them. It is you. Forgiveness wasn't, if I have a fight with Mandy, forgiveness helps me, not her. Uh, anything because I'm forgive it it releases me so that what you say and how you speak forgiveness is important in your life are we with me okay I'm just going through when fire fall fire is a symbol of identity in Hebrews 12 29 it says our God is a consuming fire and, you know, who wants him to be consuming in our life? You know, he wants to be our consuming fire. Malachi 3.2, it says, He shall sit as the refining fire like fuller soap. Anyone know what fuller soap is? Neither did I. It's actually the soap that used to, they washed uh, wool to make it pure. You know that, Mr. Crabtree? Oh, well, I thought you were because of the farming life, but anyway. Okay, so it's... It's refining fire. It refines you. Isaiah 4, 4, uh, verse 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 4. The Holy Spirit is of burning. He is the spirit that burns in you. Matthew 11, he, Jesus speaking, I shall baptize you in the Holy Ghost fire. Amen. Who wants that? Holy, baptized in the Holy Ghost fire turned a whole heap of complaining disciples into loving disciples if you look at uh, the disciples I love Peter because he was just a whinging guy when he was with Jesus how did that happen you're with Jesus and see the thing is that all the disciples had an agenda for Jesus they thought he was going to come and rescue them from the Romans he had an agenda for Jesus and I'll finish with this he had an, they had an agenda for Jesus, but when they actually decided to no longer have their agenda, but to have his agenda, what happened is that they had such a boldness because of the fire in their life, he went out and he started uh, reciting scripture that he's never done before. And from him reciting scripture, because all he was always nervous about what people were going to do, that he was going to be killed, that's why he ran because he was full of the Holy Ghost, he had such boldness. He stood up, preached the gospel amongst all these people that were mocking them, and 3,000 people got saved. 
Not only that, from those 3,000 people, they became selfless. They weren't selfish. They sold their possessions and they gave it to those of needs. They understood they were blessed to be a blessing. Their abundance isn't just for them. And from that, 5,000 people got saved. And then it moves on and moves on till the church was 100,000 people in the church of Anticott. And if there's any theologians, forgive me if I got it wrong, but let's just go with the evangelistic number right now, okay? So it's all good. So what I'm trying to say here, it's time for you to shine. If you just feel like tapping the arrows on the ground and going, yeah, 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 I want to ride someone else's wave, you will. You're not going to miss out. But I would like to be the guy who's creating a wave so someone can ride it. I would like to be the guy, you know, I live my granddad's and my dad's reward. I live off the platform that they created and, or the level they created for me to soar at another level so my own children can get to a, a level where they can soar to greatness. But my, my granddad and my dad were desperate for the things of God. And they were, they were desperate. They gave up for him, for you, for me. And there have been so many people that have gone before you, church, so many heroes, and I can't name, I want to name them all off, but I don't want to miss anybody out that have gone before you, ready for you to live that reward of their sacrifice for him, ready for you to live that reward for their sacrifice that they gave to you, to be in this place right now. It's time to shine. So I want to just make a quick little prayer and... Uh, yeah, the piano player back again. I'm, it's like being in real church, up and down, up and down. Sorry. Was this okay? Who wants to shine? Are you, are, you know, you're sitting here, I want to be so desperate, but I don't think I can be desperate. You know what I pray? I pray this prayer. Firstly, I say, God, let me hear like you, think like you, speak like you. Everything that I, and let me see like you. Everything I do, I know you've put my hands to it. Every footstep I take, I know you've taken my footsteps. God, let me love people like you. Let me have a heart be like you. It's a dangerous prayer because it will mess everything up. It'll take you through something you can't wait to get out of. But once you're out of it, your focus is so much onto him. God, I want, this is our prayer, I pray. Even before I came up here, God, I want to be. So, I want to look so much better than you. I do. I'm not, what do I, I, but I don't want that. But I don't want. You know, I want to be. I want to be the Jesus Michael type of thing. But I don't want that. I want your name to be bigger than me. I have to pray these prayers all the time because I want to be the one that shines for Him and for others. I want His way, not my way. What is his way in your life? What is his way at Hillside? I mean, do you believe that he wants to do something in the house in your time? Absolutely. There's a time on a Sunday, but there's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that you still live the church. This is the house of God. You are the church. This is the house of God. This is his house. When we go to World Prayer Assembly at Perth Convention Centre, the whole place turns into the house of God. Doesn't matter if it's the most uh, evilest place that ever was, when we bring out God, God takes over that house. It becomes the house of God. Every demon, every devil runs. Are you ready to shine? Are you ready? Understand this. God, Jesus went on the cross at 33 years of age. He gave up his prime life so that you could, he gave that up so you can live your prime. When you're tired, you're going to say, I'm not tired. When you're feeling like it's too much, you say, it's not too much because he is my strength. You say, can I just finish this? I just feel to say this. Often you hear this, people say, oh, God's testing you to see if he can trust you. You hear that? God's testing you to see if he can trust you. Who came up with that? 
Bible says God knows every hair on your head. He already knows you. Bible says that He knows uh, He was before now and forever. He knows He knows the future. He already knows you. But do you go through trials and tribulations so you know how much you can trust Him and how much He can trust you? Because He trusts you. So when it, you can't, that means if you if you actually do things to see if God and you don't pass, you could fail God. It's impossible to fail God because He loves you. He gives you a choice to choose. You can't fail God because He's a father. And any fathers in this place, tell me how your children can fail you. And if your children can fail, can't fail you, mums, then God doesn't put these things on you. He, you can't fail God. He is an everlasting, loving God. We need to get that into here and get that out of here that he isn't. Amen? Why don't we all just stand and uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, let me just see. Father, I just thank you. God, I thank you for your preciousness, Lord. Father, I thank you that it's time to shine. Time for allow the fire to fall in the house. God, for the laborers, Lord God, where you said, uh, you know, where it says, uh, anyway, I've got two scriptures coming through my head. Let me not pray those ones in. Father, I just thank you right now for your fire to fall in this house. Lord God, where it says there are many are called, but few are chosen. Lord God, it's actually what it really means. Many are called, few choose. It's not we're waiting to be chosen, Lord God. You've called out for them. Let them say yes. You choose. Church, you choose. Yes or no. And it's okay. There's no disappointment in God. It's okay. Because it says he gives you choice. Hallelujah. I just wanted to say this one more thing that, you know, in, for here, someone in this place, you're wondering, God, um, when is it going to come? I'm, you know, if only you did. And God, I'd be more, I'll be so grateful when you did. And God's saying to you, be grateful and be thanksgiving for what I have already done for you. See, yeah, see that I have gone on the cross to die for you. There is no other gratitude greater than that. And if you can't find that gratitude in that, You'll never be thankful for the things that are going to come because it won't be enough. But just be thankful for what he has done in your finances. The Bible says, honor your Lord, the Lord, your God, with your first fruits. He never said with your future fruits. So honor him well, he's given to you now. Don't give to get. Honor him and then expect. Don't demand. So, Father, I just thank you right now for this church. God, I pray that if uh, one person has heard what I've, you've said today, it is burning in their hearts. In Jesus' name. Are you playing Give Thanks? Can you play that song? Can we sing that song, Give Thanks? Is that okay? I'll, and I'll hand it back to you. Can I? Why don't you come and lead it? Give Thanks. His words will be up there. Uh, come and sing it with me. Come and sing it with me. Uh, neither do I. Absolutely. Give thanks. You know, in that song, they actually say, let the weak say I'm strong, is that we become the example for the weak. Let the poor say I'm rich. We become an example, not just in our finances, but in our life, how rich we are in the things of God. That the world won't pull us down, but he will always pull us up. They often say it's so much easier to pull people down to where you are. I say, no way. God is a lot more stronger to pull people up from where they are. Just the way you have to have a mind shift in your mind. I will not, I will not let the enemy dictate my life. I will dictate to that life. I won't let any situation tell me how to live my life. I'll tell every situation how to live my life. Because God's already given it to me. Time to shine, church.
Hallelujah. Pastor Wayne. Thank you. So let's just pray, eh? So Lord, we just thank you for Pastor Mike and Mandy. Just pray a blessing over their ministry, over their family, over their finances, over everything they put their hand to, Lord. But most of all, above all that, that you would just continue to bless them spiritually, which is the greatest blessing and inheritance out of everything. Lord, they will see amazing things as you bring thousands of people together in Perth in a couple of weeks to praise you and to pray as a body. And Lord, as has already been said, uh, unity commands a blessing. It bestows a blessing. It pulls down a blessing. It has to, because that is your word. And Lord, as we had a word this morning, just give you uh, Ephesians 5.14. Arise and shine, O sleeper. Arise, O shine. Awake from the dead, and the light of Christ will shine upon you. Lord, we've had that for Hillside for some time, that you've asked us to arise, to shine, to wake up, to shine our light, which is you in us, the hope of glory. Amen. And we just thank you again, Lord. Just bless the church, bless you guys, as we come together in unity at Hillside. And Lord, as we go surfing on this wave, Lord, and that, what happens when a wave, a big wave comes, it just sucks all the water out from the shore, or not all of it, but a lot of it, to make a big wave. And we might feel like that at Hillside, that there's been things sucked out of us. But God is preparing the one at the back in surfing terms. The wave at the back, the bigger wave, not the little waves, but there's one at the back, the big wave. Let us start paddling, Lord, to catch your wave. In Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Thank you, church.